Hello and welcome. My name is Christopher Chandler. And my name is Chris Shower. And we are Generally American. In our podcast, we discuss events, culture, whatever else we want from a generally American perspective. From our differing viewpoints, our goal is that we can offer others and ourselves nuanced opinions on fascinating topics related to the U.S. We invite you to be part of the discussion, and we hope that you'll stick around to see where the conversation takes us. So let's dive in. And we are live. We are. And if you remember from last week, where uh, I got a little surprised at the beginning because our countdown system didn't work. I got the first <laughs> half of it this week, so not completely yeah. caught off guard. Yeah, I do love the countdown. It is really, really good. Uh, so, the, so the weather. Actually, I heard that it was supposed to snow. We were supposed to get like a lot of snow, like a couple feet. And I woke up this morning and I was really excited to open my window and see a boatload of snow and all this saw was rain. So it definitely didn't snow here. It might snow next week. They're saying next Wednesday, but you know, I'm not holding my breath, but I really wanted to have a white Christmas, <laughs> <laughs> but it's not going to happen. It hasn't happened in the past 12 years since I've been here. And I don't think it's going to happen this year either, but you know, who knows? Stay positive. What about your side? So it was, we're recording this two days after Thanksgiving. So November 25th, the forecast had said it was supposed to snow all day Thanksgiving. And uh forecast changed at the last minute and it was just cold. No snow. There were uh. like a couple flakes, but nothing that stuck around. And now it's just, uh now it's just cold out. I think I kind of lied. We did have a few snowflakes, but from the city next over. And I only know that because one of my neighbors works there and she drove over here and I saw her car. But that doesn't really count. Uh, but you said Thanksgiving. Uh, we're not going to spend the whole episode talking about Thanksgiving, uh, although we could do a Thanksgiving special maybe next year. I didn't really do anything anything, any particular, to be honest. Actually, I kind of forgot. <laughs> it was my wife who reminded me. And she's like, oh, is it next week? Isn't it like next Thursday, Thanksgiving? It's like, oh, yeah, you're right, it is. And um, no, we just kind of used her birthday for that. Uh, and just like, like, let's just combine your birthday and Thanksgiving and just do all that <laughs> on one day. Uh, but I'm like in a lot of American groups. So a lot of Americans in Germany celebrate Thanksgiving and like import stuff or go to like American shops. I didn't do any of that. I just, you know. I called my family and said, I love you guys. <laughs> I'm thankful for you. And that was my Thanksgiving. What about yours? Uh, went over to the families. There's like 19 people total. We oh, wow. Had, yeah, we like make, made two turkeys, had a bunch of food. Pie. Did you deep fry them? No, I want to try it one day. It's not that dangerous if you thaw out your turkey. Like you need to have a thawed out dry turkey so for for those who don't know so obviously thanksgiving is the the last uh i think it's the, the second to last thursday of the month and yeah you come together and celebrate with your family and you give thanks and everyone eats turkey and a lot of people like to deep fry their turkey for whatever reason i honestly don't it's, know it's why. supposed to be fantastic i've never had it I've never had it. And so every year you read stories about someone who deep fried their turkey 
and you have to picture that you have like this what do you, like this like this huge pot full of like boiling cooking oil i don't know how hot it gets but it's pretty hot and you know you throw in your turkey and then the whole thing explodes and it catches your house on fire so and you're out of a turkey and out of a house <laughs> yeah so i don't know if you saw this so when we were growing up that was like a huge deal people are better about it now but the mm-hmm. fire department would always release like don't do this and they make a mm-hmm. video why like they used to say don't use your cell phone when you're fueling your car because it can oh, make a spark so they yeah. made a video where uh and everyone's in like hardcore safety gear where you're fueling your car spark happens and you basically mm. turn the gas pump into a flamethrower and douse your car and everyone around you uh they've they've made videos with defrying the turkey where it shows like a worst case scenario and it's instant anyone who's ever um cooked in a professional kitchen frying a lot of frozen things you know what happens when ice and water gets in the fryer Mm -hmm. and uh, turkeys if you don't thaw them properly and it can take like a week um, have like a big ball of ice in the middle of it and it's like a bomb waiting to go off like you got to leave that thing in your fridge for like a week yeah so and i was just kind of doing a quick google check to uh, about like the whole um (laughs) message from like the fire departments and whatnot and they did it this year in a whole bunch of states and if you google it you'll see a whole bunch of articles of people who unfortunately have lost their homes or have died because of turkey fires so it's not like something to really like we're obviously we're not joking about it but it's it's something you read about every year kind of like on you know new year's eve and whatnot and people like losing their limbs because they play with fireworks um yeah so now ultimately though it's if you know what you're doing, it's safe. Yeah. Yeah. I think most people just don't know what they're doing. That's the biggest problem. And I have no idea how to do it properly, which is why I've never done it. Uh, truth be told, I don't even think you're allowed to do it here. I wouldn't know where to do it. I mean, I mean, um, I think you'd have to set up like a, a burner outside and a big stock yeah. pot with oil. I'd have to go like into like a field. Like there's no way they'd let me do this. Like in the community garden, <laughs> like they call the, fire, <laughs> they call the, they call the you, fire department. You spill the, even if, even <laughs> if it's fine, you spill the oil everywhere, kill all the plants. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That, if would, that would be quite a scandal in your apartment complex. <laughs> it definitely would be. Uh, we're going to get to scandals here in a second, but one thing before we transition, um, I haven't watched, really watched any, news in the u.s recently but did they say anything about like pardoning a turkey was that on the news at all like biden do that oh uh probably let's you know what every now and again it doesn't happen i think i think it's been that way for like the past 50 or so years right because they don't uh Oh, apparently he pardoned multiple turkeys. This oh, okay. Yeah, it's, I don't know, it's such a, an odd tradition. And so basically, as most people know, that a lot of Americans celebrate Thanksgiving, and the main dish is turkey. And I guess maybe chicken to a certain extent, but usually turkey. I, I'd say ham is like the number two if people don't do turkey. Yeah, that's true. I would say that's fair, like turkey and and ham assuming you eat meat and if you don't eat meat then you're gonna have a hard time <laughs> but like yeah. one of, it's not like a i wouldn't say it's a super old tradition 
Um, it hasn't been around forever, but it's been around for at least a couple decades. To so so basically, the the president will pick a couple turkeys and pardon them, and I guess they live to die another day. <laughs> I, I think I think those turkeys just get to live like good lives, and then uh, they never have turkey for Thanksgiving in the White House. Oh, I didn't know Which, that. Which, considering the White House has a private chef and, you know, all the resources of the world, I think they're going to be fine. Uh, a lot of, not a lot, but it's not unheard of for families to do, like, prime rib for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would be okay with the prime rib Thanksgiving if I was the president. Uh, yeah. Thanksgiving for us is usually either just pumpkin pie or pizza, because it's, <laughs> it's super easy to make. But anywho, um, that's it for, like, you know, the holiday and weather report. The binational holiday, binational weather report. So, as mentioned a minute ago, scandals. So that's what we're going to talk about: is scandals, scandals, and more scandals. There's so many scandals, we can't get through them all. But definitely talk, uh, touch on a few that I feel like most people in the U.S. have at least heard about. Maybe, maybe not in depth, but are very, very common. And me being the. Uh reactionary i am i wanted to bring up uh the latest one i know about okay we'll start there and work or work our way back (laughs) now this isn't necessarily a national uh earth-shaking scandal Mm -hmm. but if anyone's like on the online community and youtube you probably heard about this recently there is a youtube channel called the completionist Mm. and for about what i think like 11 years at this point he has participated in like a yearly charity drive thing where they raise money for Alzheimer's uh, research mm-hmm. and things like that. And um, they do it every year. And I think they I think they're a little over. I think they raise like six to eight hundred thousand somewhere in that ballpark dollars. And all this money. For like a decade, you know, they add to it every year has just been sitting in an account doing nothing, depreciating in value and uh there is there has been like administrative charges uh applied to it and things like that because the kind of chair uh charity bank account they have is completely available to the public to look at and you can look at tax documents and all these things so some people looked into it recently and confronted him so that's Hmm. the big that's that's the recent quote-unquote big scandal going on right now where the whole internet used to love this guy and now they're like why are you stealing this money and so it was a charity thing yeah like the the ideas it's supposed to go to you know an organization like he raises the money and then gives it to an organization that researches alzheimer's or treats alzheimer's patients things like that and it's just been sitting there <laughs> yeah i think that's that's the biggest problem for me is <laughs> is charities I have a hard time contributing to charities for that exact reason. And you see like a lot of these things. So I think the, I can't really remember any scandals related to charities, but there are always like these charity drives. The last biggest challenge I could think of was like, wasn't it like the ice bucket challenge? That's pretty long ago, probably like five or six years ago. And there are like a lot of drives related to that. Um, but of course, because of YouTube and like the whole influencer uh, sphere, if you will, 
I think it's just rife with, I don't want to say corruption, but I mean, everywhere you look, you'll find scandals. I mean, I think that's just kind of, I think it's become kind of a meme now to where you become an influencer or a YouTuber or a TikToker, you can call whatever you want. You start off really benign, you know, you do your thing and then you kind of mess up because of a scandal. You say you're sorry and then everyone forgets. And I think if if anyone looks at their favorite YouTuber, they'll find at least a couple of scandals um, that they've had and that people just kind of wait for, you know, time to pass and then they just forget about it. (laughs) Well, I will say it does seem very it almost seems like a coin flip. Like, is this scandal going to bury this person forever? Which maybe not necessarily bury, but is it going to hang around them forever or are people just going to move on? Like there was, it's not even much of a, I guess it's technically a scandal, but there was some popular streamer, um, maybe like four or five years ago who like threw her dog on a stream and it's like a small dog and everyone was like, whoa, that's animal abuse. That's not okay. And then everyone, you know, got after her for a while and then she's still a top streamer in fact she was a top streamer long enough to have another scandal like a week ago because she was like (laughs) why aren't people buying my cookies they don't cost that much buy my cookies yeah yeah i think i think that's i think for like a lot of celebrities the scandals just kind of blow over eventually but it's I, I, random. It doesn't it doesn't feel like there's any rhyme or reason to it. Like sometimes it's that's it forever. Goodbye. And sometimes we forgive you. I think if we if we kind of backtrack a couple of years, I think this is all part of the like the whole cancel culture thing, which definitely wasn't around when I was growing up. I mean, I guess in one form or another, people have always kind of been, quote unquote, canceled if you will. But like this whole like term cancel culture is really something that popped up. I want to say about like five or 10 years ago. And I think that's one of the reasons why we're so quick to just jump on the band bandwagon and just bury people for like the smallest things. Um, they use the wrong word or they have the wrong t-shirt on, or they don't support the right group or maybe something that has to do like with sexual assault or whatever. Um, true or not true, overblown or not overblown. And I think that's the reason why we've been seeing like so many scandals. I mean, granted with like, what'd you say? Like the completionist, his name was the completionist. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like embezzling but, money is, is, is that's the thing. it's, it's not necessarily embezzling, right? Like they weren't pocketing the money. Oh, like okay. at, at here's a, it might just be gross, gross negligence. But, like, can you imagine if you're raising money for, like, Alzheimer's? And he claims it's like, oh, you know, my mom had Alzheimer's. It's a huge deal in our family. We're all very passionate about it. Can you imagine feeling that passionate that you do, like, a yearly charity drive, raise a bunch of money, mm-hmm. and then you don't follow up where a penny of it goes? You're just like, all right, fill up the account. I'm not going to... I'm not going to like, hey, guys, did you get my money? Like, they didn't even have a charity picked out. It was just going to an account. It was it's such a bizarre situation. That is really bizarre. Um, And and part of it was like his excuse was like, well, you know, I wanted to make sure we find a good charity. Don't want to just be paying some doctor's salary, which 
I don't know. Like, that's probably what you're going to be doing because that's who does the research and <laughs> care. But I, I get it. Like from like a, there's sketchy charities and nonprofits out there. So real world example, this is happening in my town right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to get a liquor license in Billings, one they're super expensive. Like uh, they can be like a million dollars, and two, uh, you need to go into a lottery to have a chance at winning one. Unless you're a nonprofit, so some company got together, created a nonprofit, got three liquor licenses, and they're gonna operate it as a nonprofit. But they're just going to, you know, name themselves as employees, pay themselves a salary and any leftover money. They're just going to feed back into the business and you can just increase your salaries. Like there's lots of there's lots of sketchy ways you can get around it. So I understand wanting to vet something. It shouldn't take a decade. That's really weird. Um, Liquor license. And I guess for those who don't know, like liquor is just uh, another term for alcohol. Um, So if you want to sell alcohol in the united states you have to have a license i think i would assume that's true for most countries although i don't know most countries but i didn't know that there was actually like a lottery for that um i assume it it depends the county you're in oh okay so if you want to start up a bar in a county of like 200 people it's probably a lot easier and cheaper right but if you want to do it in a quote-unquote major city like billings at least it is for us. Uh, mm. Everyone wants to open a bar here because they make tons of money. Really? But they don't. But the city doesn't want like a bar. Well, we already have tons of bars, but they don't want like everything being a bar and casino because it's already close enough to that. <laughs> so there's limits on it. Do you guys have like dry counties? Not that I know of. There might be oh. a small one somewhere. It's. Montana is huge, like geographically. I'm sure mm-hmm. there's a there. I wouldn't be surprised if there's a tiny county somewhere that is, but none that I know of. Yeah, I always think it's kind of odd. So th- this is a bit off topic, but I still think it's kind of interesting for those who don't know. Um, in that you have like dry and wet counties, I believe what they're called, where you where you're allowed to sell and consume alcohol. So I think that those are the counties that are wet and dry, being that you can't like do any of that and it's kind of funny because um i've seen a couple documentaries where a lot of breweries are actually in dry counties so they produce alcohol there but you can't actually sample it because it's technically illegal um but don't ask me which day because i already forgot but that's like (laughs) a like a like a small side note um yeah but before we get like too off topic um so yeah, like those are more like I guess like more of like the modern scandals I would say. So those really involve the internet. Yeah, like, lo- these more are, like, localized to communities. Yeah. Um. So like a lot of these are like, yeah, I would say really are. So like you have like a lot of subcultures on the internet. But can you think of like any scandals that like are super like well known within well, the context of these? Of of course you got the big ones like. Uh, Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky's cheating yeah. scandal. Uh, I did not have sexual relations with that woman. <laughs> so we definitely got to start there because I think that's like the like the biggest one. It's the Monica Lewinsky scandal. Um, it's super old, but I guess by modern standards, because it's from 
I mean, it's about late... 30 years ago. Yeah. Oh, God, don't say that, because now that makes me feel even older. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, because I'm, I'm a 90s child. But it was from, like, the end of the 90s. And uh, correct me if I, if I misrepresent a couple of details, but basically you had, like, the Secretary Monica Lewinsky working at the White House, I believe, as an intern. And she had more or less like an on and off again kind of relationship with the with Bill Clinton, who was the president at the time. And I mean, realistically, he was probably taking advantage of her. I mean, the power, age and everything disparity was huge. Yeah. And that's the worst. The worst part, part about it, I would say, is she got the worst part of like, I guess the, the worst part of the scandal. And so basically what happened was, is I guess for, for those who don't like stuff over PG 13, it's kind of, <laughs> I guess PG 13 stuff is, you know, there was basically oral sex involved between the two of them. So him being on the receiving end of it and, you know, everyone found out and it became like a really huge scandal. And then as, um, as Chris said, there's like the immortal phrase, <laughs> like I did not have sexual relations uh, uh, with that woman. And obviously no one believed him. <laughs> and what became of that was even, I think, worse, because if if I remember correctly, he almost got impeached for that. Um, I can't remember if he did or not, but he because, you know, like even Trump was impeached twice. He was just never convicted. Yeah, so actually for like Bill Clinton, for what he did with Monica Lewinsky, that was perfectly legal, although maybe not moral. <laughs> well, n- so, no. But what what I think what Bill Clinton almost got impeached for was lying, actually, not the, um, the whole scandal part. And so he went through like an investigation. They did like an investigation and he denied everything. He lied and blah, blah, blah. And that's what they tried to impeach him on. Um, although honestly, I think that's not like the worst thing. Like, I think actually doing the thing is worse than lying about it. You know, at least you could admit it, but it was a different uh, world 30 years ago. Politically optics were a much bigger deal. Yeah, that's definitely, definitely true. Um, you couldn't just own being a scumbag and become more popular. (laughs) Yeah. And I don't know if Bill Clinton ever politically, really suffered from that um basically as as you refer as you said a few moments ago is because of like the the power discrepancies between both parties so him obviously being the president and she obviously just being the secretary or whatever she was she wasn't i don't even she was an intern like i think she was a she was a college student like i think she was like late teens early 20s Mm-hmm. and it's it's crazy like i don't know if you've ever seen um her interview with john oliver uh, oh yeah she, it's a great interview and she talks about it and it's like it's been a long time like i can laugh at all the jokes and stuff now but you know it's been i've had a million jokes and uh rap lyrics made at my expense yeah. <laughs> that nobody ever gets after bill clinton nobody makes fun of him he just gets to and you know we think of think of bill clinton as being like the fun 
uh, sane president we had. And, Mm -hmm. you know, he'll 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 go on late night TV and play the saxophone because he's a really good saxophone player. Uh, Nobody ever asks him like, hey, how about that Monica Lewinsky thing? How about you cheating on your wife? Like, what was that all about? Yeah, that yeah, that, that is a good point. And I think that's definitely a point that came up a lot later down the road. At the very beginning, it was more or less, you know, about him cheating on his wife and her maybe n- not being of good character because she allowed herself to be swayed by that um, or that whole situation. Obviously, we're not privy to like all the details, um, so I have no idea what what went on behind closed doors. Um, but right. still, um, I would say she got the worst end of the scandal. And and like you said, like with like John Oliver and like the rap lyrics, if you go through all the references about her, it's really, you know, uh, distasteful, I would say, to, to say the least. But it's definitely one of the scandals that is, I think by far one of the most well-known in the U S if not like the most infamous scandal. Mm. Um, But it's funny. It's like we were saying earlier, it's a coin flip. People mm -hmm. just don't care anymore. We we moved on. And, but there was a very similar in that it was a sexual scandal. Uh, Do you remember Anthony Weiner? Oh yeah. 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 Yeah, I remember him. (laughs) So he, for those of you who don't know, I believe he was a New York, uh, state U S congressman, I believe. Mm -hmm. Uh, so he was, you know, an upper mid level politician and he was slowly starting to gain popularity. Like he was getting national attention. Uh, he was caught sending dick pics, I believe. (laughs) And that was it. He was done. Nobody would touch him ever again. The coin fell on the bad side for him. Yeah. Is he not doing anything at all? I mean, he's probably doing something, but like no more national media attention, no more guest appearances on whatever talk show, no more. I, I can't remember if he like, uh, resigned or whatever, or just served out his term quietly. Uh, but I think that was, that's gotta be more than five years ago. Like that was, I think that was like a mid 2010s thing somewhere in there. Uh, yeah. I, I did a real quick check cause it's been a while. So he went to prison and he got released about four years ago and he's politically dead. What, what, what did he go to prison for? Was it, um, was it not dick pics? Was he sexually harassing no, people? No, it was for, uh, transferring obscene material to a minor. And he was oh sentenced... no, he was sending it to my oh no. Yeah, yeah. And was sentenced to 21 months in prison. Uh a, a minor uh is basically an underage person. Um it's a very interesting term to be honest, but yeah. And you, you have like a lot of political scandals and most of them either involve money, <laughs> obviously, or sex. And I think for the most part a lot of politicians kind of got away with the whole like sexual side of things because they were in such a higher like political position, you know, they had just a lot more leeway. Um, but then along came Weinstein who wasn't a politician, but like a movie director and, uh, Bill Cosby, um, who was an actor and, that was all around like the whole like me too movement 
and so then there was like a lot more focus placed on like how people were acting behind closed doors, how people were acting towards one another, um, if things were like too close or, you know, too physical and whatnot. And so a lot of things that people would have just kind of brushed off like 20 or 40 years ago, you know, as indiscretion, if you will, are now like being hyper analyzed. So I think that's one of the reasons why a lot of these politicians really don't survive like any of these like sexual scandals anymore. Um, that's my guess. I mean, that that could very well be the root of it. I the more I look at it, the more I'm still not I, I don't 100 percent see, see the the logic behind everything. No, because, I don't either. Because I mean, you know. There are obviously sexual scandals with politicians in modern days and people are like, ah, we don't care. Yeah, I I think it just depends on, you know, what group you're serving. I definitely think a lot of people don't really see it as being that big of a deal. Um, For me personally, I think it kind of depends on like the whole situation of like what kind of scandal it is, especially if like there's sex involved. If it's consensual for the most part, um, it's pretty immoral. I mean, you have to at least say that it's you know it's immoral like what they're doing. But it, it for me it's kind of like the whole like art and artist kind of thing. Like, is there any way for me to separate like their personal life from like their private life? And if I can personally do it, then you know, like, eh. I mean, but I mean, I feel like for political leadership, it's a little different. If yeah, definitely. if a political leader gave in to something they knew was wrong and immoral like cheating on their significant other mm. would who's to say they wouldn't give in and do something immoral politically like i mean it's it's all wrong yeah are, is they've a... already demonstrated they're willing to do something wrong once yeah that's definitely a slippery slope um but yeah so i guess i'm kind of we can kind of move on i don't know if you have like an, anything else you wanted to touch on like the whole monica thing before you move on to like the next one <laughs> no i i think i think we're good to move on yeah so like going a little bit more you know back in time so like before like weinstein and for like bill cosby um there was like hurricane katrina so this is like way back in like 2004 which honestly isn't like that long ago but it for me it feels like forever ago <laughs> and um yeah, there was a hurricane in Katrina, basically. So which is or not in Katrina, sorry, in Louisiana. There we go. So the hurricane was called Katrina. For whatever reason, I think all of the hurricanes have female names. Um but I'm not sure why. I, I, I can't remember like... the exact uh reasoning, but there's like for all these like tropical storms and everything, there's like a predetermined list of names. Like the next one is gonna be called this, the one after that's gonna be called and there's a cycle. And when one is particularly bad, they retire the name. So Katrina was yeah. bad enough. Katrina has been retired. Yeah. And so it was in 2005. I'm sorry. It's not. I said 2004. Yeah. So Hurricane Katrina, I think, is one of those hurricanes. I believe everyone knows, at least everyone, uh, you know, who survived and pays attention. 
Um, but like the, the fact that there was a hurricane isn't the scandal because we have like so many hurricanes in the US and so many tornadoes. It's nothing new. What I think is a scandal is basically the way Bush handled that. So President Bush at the time. And I think he was a pretty controversial president, not in the sense of that he did anything or said anything controversial like Trump because Trump was super controversial. Um, but he was definitely considered, uh, I guess, like a lackluster president, especially for the way he handled um, the whole Hurricane Katrina situation. So he got a lot of backlash for that. Do you remember what what happened on TV with Kanye West at that time? The uh, George Bush doesn't care about black people thing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, like, there was, like, a super slow response to, like, helping people in Louisiana, Katrina, the Gulf, and all of that. It was extremely, extremely slow um, by the standards at the time. And so Bush got a lot of, you know, a lot of flack for that. And for those who don't know, especially in the Deep South, there are a lot of people who are of Caribbean or like African, quote unquote, African-American origin. And so Kanye West goes onto TV and just says point blank, Bush doesn't care about black people. I don't know if that's true. Um, I kind of lean towards the sides of it not being true, but I don't know. And yeah, that was pretty scandalous <laughs> with Kanye West and, you know, with Bush and all that. And they were kind of at each other's throats a little bit. Uh, Yeah, well, and part of it was because so when Katrina happened um, and and something similar happened with 9-11, uh, big emergency happens. President kind of goes silent. Mm-hmm. And then I, I was actually just doing a little reading on Katrina specifically, uh, which is what that quote was about. Uh, instead of like, you know, you always see pictures of when there's a disaster, the a president goes to the disaster and looks at things, right? Yeah. So he flew over it in Air Force One, which... I mean, you'd be able to see what's going on, but you don't really get to see the human suffering and like, you know, optically like, oh, we're all down here suffering. There's the president up there in his comfortable plane. It was just yeah. a bad mix of things. And I think he was silent. Um, George Bush was silent on uh, Katrina for like days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't yeah, he, he like on vacation at his ranch in Texas or something? I believe so. And yeah, he was really slow on the whole like like the whole response. Um, and for for whatever reason, I mean, he survived that political scandal, if you want to call it that. Like the way he handled Katrina for a lot of people was just you know just horrible. It was just terrible. But he still got elected. <laughs> well, no, it, you said it was two thousand five, right? Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Right. Yeah, he yeah, yeah. he already. Because he served 2000 to 2000. So he would have already. Yeah, that's right. His second term. Yeah. Yeah, he would have already been serving second term. But um, I kind of confused that with, with, I guess, which was another poor handling on his side, which was like 9-11. And like there's this, I think for 
anyone who's of our age or older definitely remembers 9-11 and what happened and where they were. I definitely remember that, even though I was super young. And there's this infamous scene. I use the word infamous a lot, but for me, it feels kind of infamous, where the planes were flown into the Twin Towers and like Secret Service comes in because at this time, Bush is reading to like a group of children, like some story. I can't remember what it was. And, you know, they're like, hey, Mr. President, there's been attack and blah, blah, blah. And he just kind of freezes and doesn't like do anything. And he basically has two options. One option is to leave the room, you know, and then just, you know, I'm sorry, I have to go. You know, there's been attack. Or to keep reading. You know, th- those are the only two options that you really have. And he chose to stay <laughs> and just kept reading. And he got a lot of, you know, flack for that. A lot of people were mad at him about that. I don't know well, if I, I really call it a scandal, though. Well, I think but... what happened was, so they, they told him when the first plane hit, right? Mm-hmm. And then he's like, he made the decision to keep reading. And then they came back and told him when the second plane hit. And then I think after that point, they th- there's actually pictures from that day. They converted that classroom into like a, a little emergency command center. Oh, did they? Yeah. I Which is kind of cool. But like the 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 main controversy was like the nation's panicking. Mm-hmm. Like people thought the whole country could be under attack. We Nobody knew it was happening. Like there were multiple plane attacks. So who knows? Uh, the president really needed to go on TV and tell us what was going on, and he didn't, which was, uh, that's actually Rudy Giuliani, the mayor of New York at the time. Yeah. Uh, That's why he became so popular. He was, like, America's mayor after that, um, because he, like, took responsibility of, like, going on TV, like, this is what's going on, this is what we're doing to fix it, um... People loved him for a long time after that. Bush or Giuliani? Giuliani. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's definitely true. He was he was very well loved, especially within New York. Um, obviously, because that's you know that was Ground Zero where the whole where where nine eleven happened, unfortunately. But Bush, like reading the book and how he handled that situation and you know reacted, it's. I guess it really depends on how you look at the situation and how you want to analyze it. If he did the right thing or if he did the the wrong thing, if he could have done it better. I don't know how to necessarily categorize the event. I'm just glad that I've never been in that kind of situation. Um, because I think you really only know how you're going to react when you're actually in a situation like that. And, you know, it's not something that happens every day. Um, but it's definitely for a lot of people, it is kind of a scandal. And so some people feel it is kind of like a failing on Bush's part. You know, he should have like stopped the interview and ran out of the classroom. And I I don't know, but, um, but yeah, so, uh, all of those, and (laughs) you know, a lot of scandals. There's one, uh, you reminded me of, Oh, uh, because you brought him up Kanye West. Mm Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, he, Kanye West was always a little odd. But the more influence and money he gained and 
it definitely kind of fed into a bad cycle of his mental health. And I think, what, what was it, like a year ago, he was, uh, was he like going on, like in an interview, like, oh, maybe the Nazis were right. Like yeah. so, something to that effect. I can't remember the exact wording. Uh, and that was one of the few instances where, so like he lost his shoe deal. Uh, I haven't really heard any news about him in ever since. Uh, and it's, it's one of those sad things where you get so rich and famous, you surround yourself with people who will do anything you say because they want your money and nobody's going to help you. Yeah, basically. Yeah, Kanye West has been involved in so many scandals with so many politicians and celebrities. I mean, you could do like a whole podcast about everything Kanye West has said or done. I'm sure, I'm pretty sure people have done podcasts about that. Um, oh, and Taylor Swift at the award show. Like I was going to say ta- that. Yeah. Ta- Taylor Swift <laughs> won and he got up on stage and interrupted. Do you remember what he said? Uh, I can't, it was like, you know, all, all respect to Taylor, but so-and-so had one of the best albums of all time. Yeah. So it was I can't Beyonce. remember who it was. It's Beyonce. Beyonce. Yeah. So basically Taylor Swift was accepting an award and, um, I can't remember for what and for what song, but she was accepting an award and for whatever reason, Kanye decided to, you know, interrupt the whole, you know, award ceremony and basically say, you know, you know, I really like Taylor Swift. She's a really good singer and and this and that. But this award should have gone to Beyonce. And everyone's like, what are you doing? And I think I think Kanye is definitely a really good example of what you said at the very beginning of the episode, which is a lot of these scandals can either make or break people. Or if you're really lucky, then just no one cares after a year or two. And Kanye West is definitely the prime example of that to where he says things, he does things, he like, you know, he participates in scandals or he causes scandals and nothing ever seems to happen to him. You know, like people are mad for like a couple of weeks, they're mad for like a month and then everyone just forgets it and they move on with their lives. And I think, you know, the, the last scandal with like the Jews and like the Nazis and whatnot, which is always a very difficult subject and always something that you should be very careful about um you know he just manages to like step on that landmine and lose everything <laughs> um which is kind of odd because it's it's nothing new you know if you analyze everything he's been doing for like the past 10 or 15 years and like all of his comments then you kind of know his position on a lot of these things um but, you know, I th- what was it, like Nike or Adidas? can't remember who he does a partnership I with. I think it was Nike. Yeah, and they're like, you know what? We're done. <laughs> That's yeah. it, we're done. He also has, like, a weird religious school that, like, has super weird rules. Really? Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. Kanye is definitely one of the most interesting celebrities, or I don't know if I would say interesting, but peculiar but as, as as they say, you know, it's either they, they talk about you or they don't talk about you. And so some people prefer bad PR, you know, public relations opposed, as opposed to nothing. Hey, they just don't how... talk about him anymore. Yeah. I mean, they're really trying. I, I've kind of blocked him out of my feed, to be honest, um, d- just because, like, I'm not that interested. Um but yeah, so like a whole bunch of scandals. I think 
we've gone through a lot of scandals. I don't know if there's anything else you want to touch on before we get out of here because we're slowly running out of time. Um, um, no, unless you want to create a new scandal and start <laughs> shouting at each other at the end of the podcast <laughs> and breaking up forever. Uh, I think we're good. Yeah. No. So that's definitely a lot of scandals. Um, I always find them very interesting for the simple fact that it's it's part of like i guess the american conscience or like any culture really every culture has their like most famous scandals they have them in every country they definitely have them in germany um we go on forever about those yeah and uh, you but, know what i did i did have something i want to add i'm sorry no it's too late no, i'm just kidding oh, <laughs> we're over uh I, I think I am, and to an extent, most of us, I, I kind of enjoy following scandals. Like, when it's really serious stuff, like the, the charity thing, like, mm -hmm. I guess even I enjoy following that a bit, but, like, obviously I wish that didn't happen, like, sports scandals, whatever. It's It definitely has a aspect of a little bit of, like, enjoying... Is, is schadenfreude the right phrase like yeah, enjoy yeah. just enjoying like the absolute garbage fire that some of these situations turn into probably shouldn't but we're only human yeah unfortunately you know we like to watch people suffer um and, you know as they say in news um if it if it bleeds it leads so. yep <laughs> And so people tend to gravitate towards things that are kind of gruesome or like raunchy in nature. Um, I'm, I'm definitely not one of those people, but I'll admit that uh, sometimes my curiosity gets the better of me. Um, but I try to keep that in check. Anywho, um, yeah, so I hope that everyone had a great Thanksgiving, even if you didn't celebrate it. I hope that at least the day was good. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening, and we'll catch you all in the next one. See you in the next one. Bye. See ya. Bye. We really appreciate you taking the time to listen to our podcast. We hope that it was informative and that we were able to expand your worldview, even if only just a little. Welcome feedback, comments, and constructive criticism. If you'd like to provide us with any, please reach out to us at our Discord or email address, both of which will be listed in, in the description. Thanks again for listening and until next time.